here's the deal. I'm the best there is. Well, Lottie freaking God! You can't handle the truth. I'm gonna have a RPP! It's a big, hairy American winning machine. What do you want to do with your life? Too bad on those will you? I can't wait to shit my pants. I wish you could just shut your big yapper! Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Long Chair Podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Weather, and of course, in studio tonight is my brother, Bradley Weather. Hey, I just, I'm really excited. We're uh, we're really fired up. It's just the two of us tonight, so we're just going to rip into it. So let me turn it right over to my brother, Brad, and let's get going. I want to know what's going on. Oh, and remember, really quickly, we got to do it every time. Tonight, it is just two protein-consuming males, and I mean seriously protein-consuming males, sitting on the psychiatrist's long chair, writing common-sense, holistic prescriptions for a healthier America. So let's get started writing some prescriptions. Brad, what do you got for us tonight? You know, the wife and I bought some uh, beef from a friend of my daughter's. He's got a farm near Menominee, Wisconsin. And um, we had a steak last night and uh, we just shared one steak uh, amongst the four of us. But uh, cutting that steak up, man, it was tender. And of course, whoever grills the steak, which is me, did a phenomenal job on it. So it was an amazing, amazing dinner. I wonder if there's a sound for, uh, well, I agree with you. I love the fact that you had that protein. It kind of trips me out. It must've been a big steak. I mean, that must've been like the, the blue ox, Paul Bunyan type, you know, steak um, in order to feed four people. You know like what I'm a, saying? Like a Fred Flintstone steak where it tips the car straight up. And they put on the side. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I think he ordered a rack of ribs. I'm not sure what that was, but that was one big Baronosaurus rack. I'll say that. But yeah, that is a lot of protein you're consuming there. I got my grass-fed cow coming too. I can't wait. That's right. You heard it, folks. Johnny orders grass-fed when he has the opportunity. You know what I'm not okay with is I'm not okay with politicians that uh, say one thing so that they can get elected. And then not more than three years later, they say the complete opposite. This is a San Francisco uh, politician. Listen to what uh, she uh, has recently said um, about the police. This department, to give the mission what it deserves in terms of police presence all year long. And I have been told time and time and time and time again, there are no officers that we can send to mission. By the department, I feel betrayed by the mayor. I feel betrayed oh. by the priority of the city. Oh. It is not this board of supervisors' priorities. We want our residents safe. Oh. We don't want our residents getting shot, getting assaulted, getting killed. Because in the mission, chief, it's not theft. In the mission, people are getting shot and killed. In the mission, people are getting beat up. In the mission, people are dying. 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 Now, I wonder if she dying. Can, yeah. And I wonder <laughs> if she can remember her Twitter post where she said, I want to make it clear that I believe strongly, strongly in defunding the police and reducing the number of officers on our force. For decades, we've had an. Well, she wanted to. Well, go ahead. Huh? Go ahead. Finish. Are you reading her quote? Is that what you're doing? I, I, I'm this reading. Is, I'm... This is Supervisor Hillary Ronan 
of San Francisco, San Francisco supervisor Hillary Ronan. That's who we just heard, folks. She is telling you that the police don't shoot people, that only bad people shoot people. That's what she just said, because in 2023, she needs the police. And she's appalled that they don't have enough police because people are dying. But yet she said in her the rest of her Twitter post, for decades, we've had an imbalance in our city's budget with hundreds of millions of dollars going to San Francisco Police Department to have them do work they are not qualified to do. No, you're supposed to call in the National Guard when you have riots. But hey, neither here nor there. Listen, Hillary, um, I'm just going to say it on behalf of all the, uh, quote, right wing, unquote, people. Okay, the right wingers. I'm just going to say it. Told you so. Like, you don't you don't often like get a genuine. I told you so. Right. But on behalf of right wing America, on behalf of the conservatives. Told you so. And I just want to throw out one more thing just to be super polite to you. If Red Foreman was here, he would say, dumb. You know, it's it's amazing to me. Do they think that nobody's going to remember? I mean, in the in the time of social media, in the time (laughs) of the Internet, do they really think that it's not going to come back on them? I, I can't even believe. Well, listen, listen, it must not. Because Joe Biden, there is video out there. Everybody can watch it. Joe Biden voting as a senator for segregation. Now, Mm -hmm. I just want to remind people, Joe Biden is not from the 1800s here. This was in the 1970s. This wasn't that long ago, folks. Joe didn't want black children and white children going to school together. He didn't think that was the correct way. So this lady here thinks three years later, nah, nobody's going to remember that I said get rid of those coppers because those coppers kill people. I Come on. You know, now she's over here crying me a river. I'm just saying on behalf of the right wingers, the Trumpers, the MAGA, told you so. And I'm just going to say on behalf of the police force, we knew you would need us. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Welcome but back. they shouldn't return. Yeah, but don't. No, no, don't go back. Listen, coppers. Listen, coppers. I always love that from like the 1950s movies, you know. Oh, uh, you're never going to get me, <laughs> copper. Um, you know, I always love that 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 language, the the vernacular there. But I will tell you this, police don't go back. Please don't go back. Don't don't put yourself there. You, these people are going to make you beholden to them. Don't don't go back to San Francisco. Let San Francisco burn. Let San, Listen. Listen. There's not a lot of black folk in San Francisco. So if they burn it down, it won't be Black Lives Matter this time. It'll just be young, ignorant white kids coming from rich families whose mama might be a DA or something who's going to burn it down. Let them burn it down. Okay, did let them burn. That's my two cents, Brad. I had to go off because you played a funny one here and you're getting my honest reaction. Let San Francisco burn, baby, burn. San Francisco Inferno. <laughs> well, they got enough garbage in the streets. It probably could burn, couldn't it? Uh, you could, and it might not be healthy for the ozone layer either. I just, all that chemicals from all your druggists burning up in the airs. I don't like it. Do you think there's going to be any surprises on the Democrat side for 2024? Who's going to yes. run for president? Yes. I think that Good. their candidate may end up being dead before they even finish the race. 
There you go. How's that one? Wow. Boom. Interesting. I'm just messing with you. No, it's it's just an ongoing personal personal family. Like, you think Joe Biden's going to make it to the end of the term? But people think assassination. No, no. We're just physically talking about health. Like, is he going to need in-home care by the end of his presidency? He already needs in-home care. Well, here's Pretty another person that, that might be the candidate in 2024, according to the Western Journal. The Western Journal. Did you guys see this? TWI founder. I tagged them in my description for the story. I'm reading it. It's shenanigans. Paying attention. There's no way. It's going to be very bad Read for it. us. It's not. Read it's to not. our listeners. This, this, lady, this, this lady is stating TW. This is from the Eastern Boys and Western Journals. There you go. You like that one? I'm telling you, I'm on the songs tonight. Okay. Um, So we got TWI founder states or is saying in this Western Journal article, the Democrat Party just confirmed Michelle Obama will be its nominee and nobody noticed. I'm here to tell you that's not true. Okay. This is you cannot believe everything you read on the Internet. I really don't think Michelle would run. I think it's startling news. Um, Would it be trouble for who? Like, seriously, for who? Do they think because you could put up Michelle Obama? Well, dude. Could he be the first husband? Okay, wait, wait. Back up a minute. We're going to have a first (laughs) husband eventually. Back up a minute here. America, think about this. The concern for the Democrat, the concern that Republicans, or they're trying to paint for Republicans, is the fact that if Michelle Obama runs, this could be really bad. Now, I want you to think about this. If, if our country is at the state of mind where it's going to elect a never-been politician, never-been-a-business person, never-run any major company or major organizations, done any of this, just nothing really. If we're at the point of selecting that person, don't care if man, woman, it, it, don't care, it, don't care. If we put all that out there and we're willing to elect somebody like this to run the greatest nation on earth, I think at that point it's time to turn your flags upside down because you, America, have absolutely lost your mind if that's the person you want, a completely unqualified individual, to run our nation. That's crazy. That's worse than Joe Byron. And Joe is the worst so far. But like Homer Simpson says, it's the worst so far. And I will tell you that I looked this up. I went to Google, went to the Western Journal and put in Michelle Obama after the Western Journal. It is a, it is a true article. The founder of the Western Journal did say that he believes, um, and he did this on a Newsmax um, show, that he said wow. he, th- he thinks that uh, she will be the candidate. Now, that's just one p- person's opinion. She has denied it several times. I think, uh, as Johnny Weather has said, she didn't even like being in the White House the first time. So why nope. would she want to be the president and be in the White House for four to eight years? Uh, but she does have some. Just I just like wonder Oprah if Obama Winfrey. would be given the. I just, I just quickly, I, I wondered if Obama would be doing the, uh, you know, the pressers or attending the meetings. Makes me wonder, like, hmm, well, hey, Michelle, I got this, baby. We're going to meet with Putin. I got this, baby. Exactly. It makes me wonder. Exactly. So, and that's why I was saying, I don't know if he could be the first husband or not. I mean, once you've been president, whether you're a man or a woman, if your spouse becomes the president, could you do that? I don't know if I could do that or not. Like you're saying, I just want to take over all the time. <laughs> I'll go do this. You well, go yeah, do something I mean, else. You go to well, t- you know, Tunisia. If you look at it. 
I always look at it and I always love that first picture when the president is inaugurated. And then I love that picture when the new president is inaugurated and they're both kind of standing there. Usually uh, I always love that um, because you can see how old the other president and now is the former. Yeah. And yep. I, I think if you look at Obama, Obama aged terribly in office. Not that they all don't. I mean, most of them do. Donald Trump still has orange hair. I, I think he gets it colored. I'm sorry. I think he gets it colored, but he has he's still more got orange, orange on his face now. I think he's trying to cover up more stuff. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe. Who knows? Oh. But, it, but you know, they all age so poorly because the job is, I mean, when you're doing the job, and I know a lot of people don't like Obama, and it's fair. If you don't like him, you don't like his policies, whatever. But from my perspective, I don't think Obama was playing golf all the time. Um, because if he did, he's got a really bad golf game and he stressed a lot over it in those eight years. I, he just, the guy looked horrible. George Bush, same thing. Senior, same thing. Clinton, same thing. Clinton, although he looked, you know, pimping Bill, that's what we call him. Pimping Bill. Bill. Oh, he got the I, uh, girls lined up like Hugh Hefner. <laughs> I saw a uh, article that shows that Joe Byron, um, if he were to run in 2024, would lose to Trump and would lose to DeSantis. Now, wow, DeSantis and Florida, their legislature just came up with a bill. Uh, I have it here for us. Let's take a listen. The question nice. is, is, is it going too far? And will this hurt DeSantis if he does end up uh, running for the Republican nomination for a president? Good questions. Let's hear it out. People are going to see this video and say, way to go, Florida. Florida's the best state. I'm moving to Florida. Other people are going to see it and be say, shame on you, Florida. How could you do this? But at the end of the day, SB 17118 and its companion bill 1617 have passed in the state of Florida, meaning effective July 1st, 2023, the state of Florida will not recognize driver's license from other states if you're an undocumented immigrant. Hospitals are now allowed to ask about patients' immigration statuses. It will become a felony to transport an undocumented immigrant into the state of Florida. It will also be a felony for an employer to hire an employee without proper Whoa. work authorization. Hope you guys found this information. Now, it's always been illegal for you to hire someone that's not documented, right? Because the government well, wants their taxes, so they got to have a social security number. So, right. But uh, those other ones are pretty interesting, aren't they? Well, I thought the whole part of transporting an illegal immigrant across the state lines or federal lines was an automatic, I, I would have presumed, felony. But apparently, no. As far as the driver's license, I think this is legit. Um, I can see, I can see the arguments on both sides, and I and I don't mind playing even both arguments. But I would say this: when you have states like California, and you have states like uh, what's the other one, New York, and there's a few others that issue driver's licenses to non-American citizens, better known as illegal immigrants. When you have that happen you you're giving them access to all other states when in fact they're not even supposed to be here legally they're not here legally so if you're if you're in 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 other words if this was an actual like a, a heinous crime right we would call this in the real world aiding and abetting and the the person aiding and abetting would actually go to jail or could go to jail so it's ironic when you think about this, Brad, that people want to put up a fuss about the driver's licenses, but in actuality, places like California, New York, I don't even know, I think your state, Minnesota, might even do it. If they're giving 
driver's licenses to illegals, they are aiding and abetting them across the country. Very interesting thought. I, you know, you're right because you're crossing state lines. And if the next state does not, like Florida, does not go for that, they've automatically contributed. Right. Interesting. Well, and I would say, I would also say, think about it from a different perspective. What if this person was a fugitive and you were harboring the fugitive at your home, helping them and transporting them to state lines to go to the next state? Wouldn't that be illegal? It's aiding and abetting. Well, and how culpable are they? I mean, if they get into an accident and cause a lot of damage and maybe say a death, can you sue the state that gave them the driver's license then? How far does the responsibility go? Yeah, that's a great question. So no, I, I, the bill that DeSantis put at going point by point, I would say that as far as the licenses I'm on board with, I think that's totally acceptable. The, the tricky part of the questioning is, is if you have a license from California, does it say you're not a citizen on it? How it does doesn't. Florida know? That's exactly was my question. And like, if you're, you're uh, asking health questions, how do they know that you're not, that you're undocumented? Cause if you have a driver's wait, wait, license, did I miss the parts of, did I miss a part about health questions? If you go to the hospital, they can ask questions now of where you're from and what your immigration status is. So how would they know? Obviously, they're just going to lie, right? Yeah, like I said, that's unfortunately the bill is set up for persecution because there's no way to combat it effectively up front, unfortunately. If you, if you play the scenario through your head, right, use your scenario illegal driver, illegal immigrants driving, comes from California, has a license, gets all the way to Florida, is driving in Florida, gets into an accident, hurts somebody really bad or hurts themselves, right? So police can't uh, interrogate them, can't ask them questions, can't do anything at the scene of the crime but to, because they don't even know if it's crime, right? Now they go into the hospital, all of a sudden they start asking questions as, you know, things are coming about, you know, and they're coming through and they find out they're illegal. Well, now you got to backtrack to the auto incident in which now you have an illegal immigrant driving in the automobile. You know, you see what I mean? It's 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 persecutorial is what it is versus being proactive. I would much rather see laws that are proactive, personally. Does this person who is undocumented that was granted a driver's license, do they know that they need to have insurance? Can they get insurance because they don't have a history? A lot of times insurance companies pull credit bureaus. Is this law just an example of legislation or legislators overstepping and not thinking through the process completely, which I say that and I want to backtrack right away because in order to pass a bill, it has to go through committee and they have to have testimony and they have to have it on both sides. So they would have gone through all of that. So I'm leaning now towards what you're saying is that uh, this is just prosecutorial and it's um, punitive because now you're taking someone who is undocumented and now you've given them the sense that they can drive, but they may not have understood they had to have insurance. And now you're putting them in a whole world of hurt. So, right. No. All right. Last one for tonight. Well, when, and, and going all the way back to when they shouldn't have been here, period. And Correct. that's the... So what do you, you see what I mean? Like, and that's what I said, trying to make a, trying to give the prescription for America, you have to ask yourself, what is the alternative? What would be the way of making that happen? 
Well, you know, my my problem is with Joe Byron. Joe Byron told everyone, come to America. He doesn't understand what goes on on the border. He didn't even want to go down there himself. He sent Kamala Harris down there, his VP. And she reluctantly went down there and she didn't even dive into what's all going on down there. There's a there's a lot of crap going on along that border. And if you look at any one of the news cycles, Newsmax, CNN, MSNBC, CNBC, Fox, whoever you watch, you see all these people lined up in the border to come across on Thursday because Title 42 ends. So instead of sending them back where they came from, they're going to just give them a court date and let them into the into the country and say, come back at time when we notify you. Well, how are you going to know where they go? They came across the border and they got family in Idaho. They're running all the way to Idaho. How are you going to get a hold of them? My problem is that to get elected, Joe Byron said, everybody come to America. The borders are open. And now he's got people saying that the borders aren't open and that it's Republican irresponsibility saying that the borders are open when on Thursday, May 11th, they are going to be not only open, but they are going to be greeting people coming across. And he sent 1,500 people down there to help them and to, to make everything a little more organized so that people can come across. So it's this whole, you know, my mom always uh, tells me she, um, she was not happy, but she said that she thought it was best that I didn't win the election because politics changes people. And you can see the type of people in politics here where Joe Byron says one thing to get elected and then in practice he does another. It infuriates me that these people get away with it. Like we've always said, there's there's two justices in America. Most definitely two tiers of justice. There's those with money. And, and blackmail and power, and then there's the rest of us. And I'm telling you, that blackmail and power is worth more than money, to the most part. I mean... All right, so the last one is a congressman standing up, and he's saying, listen to what equity sounds like. And he thinks that it sounds like something else. And let's see if you guys pick up on it. To uh, address something Tom just said, which is, in fact, that woke is supposed to advance equity. So here's the definition of equity and see if it sounds like a definition of anything else you've ever heard of. The definition of equity comes from the public administration literature. And the definition is an administered political economy in which shares are adjusted so that citizens are made equal. Does that sound like anything you've heard of before? Socialism. We're going to administer an economy to make shares equal. The only difference between equity and socialism is the type of property that they redistribute. They're going to redistribute social and cultural capital in addition to economic and material capital. And so this is my thesis when we say, what is woke? Woke is Maoism with American characteristics, if I might borrow from Mao himself, who said that his philosophy was Marxism-Leninism with Chinese characteristics, which means woke is Marxism. That's a very provocative statement. It's something you will certainly hear it is not, that it is different. And the, the, the professors and the philosophers will spend a large amount of time explaining to you why. No, no, it's about economics when it's Marxism. This is social, this is cultural, this is different. He's a smart guy. I, you know, I really appreciated his statement. What they are redistributing is basically what level of wokeness they want to um, offer, whether it's capital or whether it's other uh, assets or things like that. I mean, I just saw an article that 
I think it was the Oakland legislature or maybe it was the California legislature in Sacramento is offering reparations to black people. 1.2 million per person. Exactly. I thought it was interesting that, that all that is is socialism. They're just redistributing wealth is all they're doing. And it's interesting well, technically, how you and I have never owned a slave and they have no, never been a slave. Never will. But we have to pay them, right? Correct. The idea the idea of owning a slave is reprehensible to both you and I. We right. understand the value. Yeah, we understand the value of a human being. We may not agree with your philosophy. We may not agree with the way that you think life should uh, be lived. But that doesn't mean we don't respect who you are as a human being. And yet you have come to the conclusion that I owe you $1.2 million for some reason. Well, it's It's never going to happen. It's nothing more than theatrics. I've said this before. California has a major deficit. They don't have the ability to do that. That's what is the, the cost of this? The cost of I the one point two million. Eight hundred billion dollars. <laughs> yeah, well good luck. Like I said, they're already in debt. They're already um, you know, again, California once again verge of bankruptcy. So from my perspective, this goes nowhere as usual. It's just it's nothing more than, uh, you know, uh, showboating in front of the crowd. Uh, they're trying to, and, and you know, there's people saying that 1.2 million isn't enough either. You got yes. people saying that's not enough. Um, yep. I, I think it's hilarious. You guys just, you think you're just going to get this free money. I really do. I, I, I find it very comical that people think that the government's literally going to hand them $1.2 million. I, I just think it's silly. I don't think it's possible, but whatever. People can dream. How can a California legislature or legislator who knows that they are on the verge of bankruptcy, how can they even offer this kind of, I mean, isn't that like you just talked about or we just talked about? Give votes. Well, and it's, but it's irresponsible. You're offering something to someone that you know you can never give them. Yeah. Who cares? It's, they don't, they don't, that, who cares? I'm trying to understand why that matters. That's what politics is to people. They, they promise everything. They deliver nothing. Both sides of the party do it all the time. And they showboat the shit out of stuff. Just like this is a showboat. All they want to do is they want to go out there and grandstand in front of everybody and make it look good, but it ain't going anywhere and no one's getting any money from it. That was my problem when I was running for office. Then there were several things that I wanted to accomplish for the people of Minnesota. And if it caught on and it was for the whole the whole nation, I, I would have been extremely excited about that. Maybe that was my problem. I, I wanted to actually follow through with what I was offering, which. Yeah, that's a terrible politician. Good person. Terrible politician. Politician. And you know what I'm also terrible at? Time, because we are way yeah, you are. over our time. <laughs> yes, you are. Hey, this is Captain Morgan. Hey, this is Bradley Weather. Hey, this is Johnny Weather. I know you want to listen to us every second of every day. That's why, because I've got the best prescriptions for you. That is why we made it easy for you to find us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, Google Podcasts, Spotify iHeartRadio, and of course, Radio Public, where you can subscribe, share, and give a five-star rating. Because you know life just ain't right without a good government. Granted by we the people. And we're like a dog show. Best in class, baby. I got a call full of girls and it's going real sway. The next stop is the east side motel. We used to chase that tad and the freight. Couple of kids in a separate 
Catch a little air when we cross the tracks. Slipping on something from a paper stack. You hang your shirt on that maple lamp. Slipping through the moon to the river bend. Wasn't very long, I was jumping in. Jumping in. I guess I'm still doing now what I was doing then. Chasing you like a shot of whiskey. Damn.